0: Hello, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Today I'd like to focus uh, a bit on marketing because this is an area which is exceptionally important and uh, it ceases to amaze me how little attention some business owners pay towards marketing. And marketing as a whole concept uh, would take me a long while to address. So I'm going to talk about uh, a few key performance indicators or a few numbers that I believe you should be tracking, uh, which will serve you and your business incredibly well. The first number, which many uh, small business owners, especially, uh, tend not to know is the cost per lead. So this is how much it costs you as a business owner to identify or get a lead. Uh, And yet, when I ask people, about whether they track this or not, the answer usually is no. And then if you try and encourage them to track the number, they say, oh, it's too complicated, how am I going to do it? Uh, So let me start with that. As a very simple measure, all you need to do to start off, by the way, is figure out how much you're spending on marketing, let's say per month, uh, and then figure out how many leads that generates, and then just divide the marketing cost by the number of leads, uh, and that will give you the cost per lead. Now really, uh, that isn't accurate because you want to uh, identify uh, the cost per lead uh, from your different sources of marketing, but to keep it really easy, that's where you start. Uh, And then the second thing people usually tend to say after they've tracked their cost per lead, and let's say the figure is, I don't know, 35 pounds. Uh, A very common question asked is, how can I reduce this to 20 pounds or 15 pounds? Now this is costing us a lot per lead uh, and I want to make sure that that we reduce this number. Uh, And that really is very poor thinking, it's bad thinking, because if you're going to spend less on trying to attract uh, a similar type of lead, the possibility is uh, the quality of that lead may not be as good. And of course, most business owners are looking to reduce the cost. So if are looking to reduce the cost, they're probably going to attract less leads anyway. What you should be thinking is, how can I outspend my competitors by trying to spend even more? Because uh, marketing, if done properly, uh, is quite a substantial cost. It might be one of your biggest costs in terms of trying to get more clients and more customers or patients. So you want to be thinking about how can I outspend my competitors to identify more leads uh, and thereby get more clients and thereby increase turnover and of course thereby increase profitability, improve and increase the value of your business. That's how you should be thinking of this. And once you have done this for say a number of months, you can then start tracking Uh, the cost per lead from different sources. So if you're doing Facebook marketing, say LinkedIn marketing, uh, if you're doing direct mail marketing, radio marketing or advertising, uh, then you can start looking at the different channels uh, and see how much is costing you per lead from every single channel. And then go one step beyond that and start looking at uh, the conversion rates uh, in terms of... uh, how many of those leads from a specific channel are converting. And if you have a higher conversion rate, say from direct mail or from radio advertising or say from Facebook marketing, uh, then you should look to spend more of your budget uh, in that particular channel uh, as opposed to the others because you're going to have a much higher conversion rate. So that's the first thing. Uh, Track your cost per lead. After that, you then want to obviously turn those leads into clients, customers or patients. So, track the cost per client acquisition. Uh, And this is how much it actually cost you to win the client. Uh, And again, you should be spending money on um, identifying leads and then spending money on trying to convert those into clients. That's your second number. Uh, The third number, uh, which is a very important number, in fact, this kind of should drive everything else, is the lifetime value of a client. So work out uh, how long, on average, a client, customer, patient stays with you. Uh, And let's say uh, they stay with you for three years. So you then want to work out uh, the average value of the client per year. And let's say uh, the average Value, the spend, the amount of money they spend with you on average is say £2,000. If they're staying with you for three years, that means it, the total value to you is £6,000. Then you want to be thinking about okay, how much am I willing to pay for a client who is going to generate for me £6,000 over three years? And then you work backwards, reverse engineer and work out how much you're willing to pay for a lead Uh, that's going to generate £6,000 worth of income for you. So those are the three numbers that I think you should focus on. Cost per lead, cost per client acquisition, lifetime value. Above and beyond this, what you you should also do is focus on getting more referrals. And yet, uh, what I find is most... Customers, clients, patients are reasonably happy as long as they're happy with the service to recommend their service provider. But the service provider never ever asks them for a referral. So they kind of assume that their uh, supplier doesn't want referrals or they don't need referrals or they're already too busy because uh, they've never asked for a referral. So therefore, leave things as they are. Uh, so f- always ask your clients for referrals if they don't give you a referral uh, that, that is a good uh, temperature check because it tells you something's wrong if a client customer patient is not willing to refer you that means they're not entirely happy with the service or product you're providing so you should go in and try and remedy that as soon as possible uh, if they are willing to provide you with a referral fantastic Guess how much that's costing you? Not much. So uh, referrals are low cost and sometimes no cost. So low cost or no cost. The other thing is when uh, a lead or a potential customer, client or patient has been referred to you, uh, you're going to convert more of them. And the reason for that is because the person who's referred them has already put in a good word about your business and your service or your product and they've done some of the selling on your behalf. So that lead is going to be warmer than usual. So they're more likely to convert. Uh, The other thing is, if you get your best clients, so your A-grade clients, to refer uh, new clients to you, guess what? They're more likely to refer clients who are similar to them. Therefore, you'll get uh, lots of A-grade clients. And that's pretty much how you want to be thinking about this. Uh, Something else which I advocate you should do is recognize referrals. So if somebody refers a client to you, give them a gift or a voucher uh, or take them for a meal out to recognize and appreciate what they've done for you. And the more referrals that they give you, uh the more you should recognize them. So let's say if you give them a hamper for the first referral worth say twenty pounds. Uh if they give you four referrals, then on the second one you might want to give them twenty pounds again. For the third one you might want to give them thirty pounds. Uh, and for the fourth one you might want to give them forty pounds. So in total you you've given them two lots of twenty which is forty pounds, one thirty and 140 so in total you've given them 110 pounds now of course if you know your cost per lead in the first place and using our example of 35 pounds if it is 35 pounds which i used earlier that times four would give you 140 here you've spent 110 so you can afford to quite easily give them another 30 pounds for those referrals and you're still going to be at the same place as you are in terms of your other marketing spend. You'll have spent less time getting those referrals, so you'll have saved time. And if A-grade clients have referred those potential clients to you, then they're going to be of a higher value anyway. Uh, So you should focus on proactively asking your customers, clients and patients for referrals. When they give you referrals, they're likely to be very low cost or no cost. Uh, and of course you giving them uh, a gift uh, to recognize uh, that referral uh, is going to be of low cost to you anyhow. They're more likely to convert because the selling's done for you, and they're more likely to be a better grade of client, customer or patient, especially if your better customer clients or patients have referred them. Uh, and that's going to work a treat because you'll have a whole uh, whole host of uh, leads coming in from your referrals. Uh, which you don't ordinarily get. Uh, So just to uh, recap on that, always track your cost per lead, track your cost per client acquisition, look at the lifetime value to assess how much that client's worth to you and proactively ask for more referrals. If you do this, you focus on it, you track, you measure, you tweak. Over time, you'll see you'll be able to generate more leads by focusing on the right channels You'll be able to improve your conversion rate, so the cost per client will reduce. You'll be able to sign up more clients. Uh, your revenue will go up. And if you're really smart, you'll be thinking about how can I improve and increase the lifetime value, say from the earlier example of three years to four years, five years, six years or longer. And you'll get focus on more referrals. So you'll not only you really get more referrals, you'll get more clients. You'll keep the referrer happy by recognizing them. So it's a win-win situation Overall, Uh, please do keep me posted with your progress. You can email me on Shaz, SHAZ, at AA accountants.co.uk to share your stories, challenges, uh, and experiences with me. I'll be delighted to hear from you. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple.